Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. We're going to review The Equalizer 3 for you. My name is Wayne. And my name is Paul. Strange what then for, obviously, the third film in this, and the final, hopefully, yeah, in this trilogy. final till they're not. <laughs> <laughs> of vigilante action films based, of course, on the TV series that used to star... Edward Woodward. Edward Woodward. The Equalizer, and that was by Michael Sloan and Richard Lindheim. This one is directed by Wayne's favourite director in the entire universe, yeah. Antoine Fuqua, and written by the same bloke who wrote the first two films, Richard Wink. Stars Dan Zell, Dakota Fanning, David Denham, Sonia Amaremo Girone. Yeah, that's about it. And a whole <laughs> bunch of Italian people that you will not have seen before. The budget, Wayne, at 109 minutes, this film. Mm. Only 109, felt longer than that. <laughs> Oh, did it ever. Um, uh, how's... You know what? How's 65? Very close. Well done. $70 million. Ah. And the guy who did the cinematography on this, Robert Richardson, did the cinematography on Emancipation. Did you see that film? The with Will Smith? Will Smith. Uh, yeah, that was on I Apple did. at the end of last year. So there was quite a similar colour palette actually going on. Not quite as greyed out or as, no. as leached of colour, but it was certainly evident. Now, yeah. I want to say a big thanks to Kathy from Sony Pictures Australia for Thank the invite you, to this advanced screening, which was very much appreciated and a very lovely evening. But Wayne, without any further ado, what is this one about? All right, so as you may know, since giving up on his life as a government assassin, Robert McCall, Denzel, finds solace in serving justice on behalf of the oppressed people. Now, through a series of events, he finds himself in southern Italy among people in a nice little tiny-ass coastal town. And the people are lovely, and it's a beautiful little town. But then he realizes that his new friends are under the control of these local crime bosses who are assholes. And as a result, he has to go fuck them up. It's the mafia, everyone. It's Denzel against the mafia. Yeah, basically. On Rotten Tomatoes, the critical response this one is 76 out of 90 critic reviews are positive, with an average rating of 6.1 out of 10. On Metacritic, always harsher, almost always harsher. It has the score of 57 out of 100 based on 34 critics, indicating mixed or average reviews. And according to Cinema Score, audiences gave this an A score on the A plus to F scale upon exiting the cinema. I think it's actually very popular, Paul. I think it's actually quite, people quite liked it. It took more, by the time we're recording, we only get really the first day. And it's on, well on track to make its estimated 38. 28 to 30, I should say, million dollar gross in the North Americas over its opening weekend. The Thursday night previews, if that's any indication, took the most of the trilogy. So 1.45 for the first, 3.1 for the second. This took 3.8 from the Thursday night previews in the North Americas. There's going to be another one. All right. So anyway. Um, do we agree? Do we come at it from a different perspective, Wayne? Knowing that you don't like Antoine Fuqua, but we both love Denzel as an actor. True. What did you think of the third installment in the Equalizer franchise? It's relatively hot trash. <laughs> um. <laughs> Wait, no, come on, please. Don't mix words here. <laughs> just tell us what you really think. All right, here it is. So if we look at like the first and second Equalizer were kind of just ridiculous and stuff, right? This is at least a bit more grounded, I guess, right? In terms of its story, because it's like, it's just local. It's not like, I don't know. I don't know. The, actually, maybe the second one was a bit better because he was a Lyft driver. It was relatable. I don't know. What I, what I, my big issue with this show is that this is an MOW, Paul. This is a movie of the week. All right. If this, if this movie was, look, it was the violence was really good when it happened. And it needed that. It was yeah. It was quite few and far between. But if you took that and Denzel not being the star, this is a TV movie. Okay. This yep. is like it's set in a town. There's some bad guys. They fuck around with the locals, and then he's like the western gunslinger who's in town, and he fucks yeah. everyone up on his own. If I can be a little, not that I'm going to be overly different in my perspective of this film, but yeah. 
It looks better than a TV. Sorry, film. okay, yes, the the it's better shot. It is it is shot well. I will tell you yeah. that it, it is shot well. There is a couple of good sequences where the camera kind of glides around and moves, particularly one early in the film, which I really liked. I thought, oh, we're in for something here. This- yeah, there's also a trope that the cinematographer or maybe director put together. Every time you see Denzel in a silhouette, shit's about to go like he's about to fuck everyone up. There's all that's what he did with this show. I'm like, okay. I noticed that. I'm like, oh, okay, that's the, that's the the, the device. Nice, nice pick up. Again, here's what happened, right? Antoine Fuqua, I've said this before, he did Training Day and it's amazing, all right? Mm -hmm. He's never done anything as good as that and it's successively kind of gone harsher and dumber since that triumph. So, you know, the picturesque Italian town, I love that. I think Paul said this to me. He said, as we left, because someone wanted a fucking vacation. Yeah, I did. This this film screams that Antoine Fuqua and Denzel went, you know, one more, one more. But let's not have it set in America. Where where do you want to go? How about the Sicilian coast? Fucking A. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Right. Yeah. Bring your people, bring your family. It's cool, baby. Yeah, well, nice five-star fucking hotel there. We'll shoot for like 10 weeks. Yep. All right, I'm in. Let's do it. Here's the thing. If you liked all the equalizers, you like this one too. Yeah, probably. I think, okay? Well, and the A cinema score rating would suggest that that is exactly the case. That people who are going to see this early on are fans of the franchise or critics. Um, slash would-be reviewers like we are. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, there's a few things we'll get into, but I want to hear what you think, Paul. Look, I don't disagree at all. I think this film really started well. I'm like, ooh. The first 10 minutes of this no, movie... it was cool. I'm like, okay, I like what we're doing here. It starts with this really cold... Oh, really cold, It's cold opening. Denzel, sorry, Robert McCall's in the middle of some shit. And the setup just showing him... You're seeing an aftermath. You're not even seeing yeah, the thing. It's it, like, ooh. That, that was really well done. That was one of the shots I was talking about in there. And then when he goes to town and he does his whole nine seconds thing and whatever else, it's great. It's like callbacks to all the, the things that made the first couple of films memorable. And it ends in a surprising kind of way. And I'm like, okay. And that sets up the rest of the film. What is he doing there? Why is he in this Italian village? Why is he taking out this guy? He's taking out. I won't mention any more than that for spoilers at this mm-hmm. particular point in the review. All that's left to unfold and my mind was full of the possibilities and I was intrigued. And I'm, I would honestly say the first act of this film, I was on board. I was on board in a, in a really significant way. The I whole liked, first act? Yeah, because he's recovering and he was getting to know the town, the, the people in this town that he's they're basically looking after him. The doctor is kind. The police officer who found him is kind. Everyone knows the doctor. Everyone's yep. friends. It's a yep, nice little the, town. You know, the, the old lady walking up and down these steps. By the way, how the fuck could you live in this town and not have thighs that weren't the size of oak trees? I do not know. I know, right? If all, it's just stairs everywhere. I've heard about these, like the Amalfi Coast as well. I used to know this yep. girl who used to live in the, one of the hotels that is hewn into the rock. They can't actually put elevators in there. It's like... Wow. Yeah, it's like, so how do you get up and down? You walk. I'm like, shit. So that's why no one's fat. Yeah. <laughs> Despite the uh, very rich helpings of, of pasta that are served. Oh, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh. So I, I really enjoy that. And he's getting to know, and I'm like, okay, I'm anticipating. Because I know from the trailers that the, the Italian mafia are going to come into play here, that this is going to be a thing. And, and Robert's going to go against them, the Camorra, uh, I don't know if it's family or group. Yeah, what that means. In, in there. So when this is going to, and you can see how it's going to play out, and it gives you all the hints and the like, and this group of young upstarts and, and you know, badass youth and how they relate back to the Camorra. And, Good, 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 good. And then there was a moment midway in the film, which we'll say for spoilers, where I'm like, that's what I'm looking for. Here we go. If this second half film, like all films should, elevate. Yes. If the second half elevates now from this first half of the film, I'm going to be satisfied. This is going to be the best film in the trilogy. I'm surprisingly going to give it a positive rating. Instead, Mm. the fucking film runs out of fuel completely. 
completely shits the bed because one, it put all the best action in the first half of the movie. Yep. The action, when it comes, it's so few and far between. If you think back to the first Equalizer, there's many scenes of him just... Boom, 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 boom. Smacking people up, yep. exactly. And then it culminates in this great... Probably the best part of the whole trilogy is this 20-minute sequence in a hardware store where he's going to fucking town on the yep. Russian mafia. Yep, I remember and that. wiping the floor with them, again, in violent ways. And that's the signature piece of this trilogy that... It's overly violent. When it gets violent, it goes very violent, which I keep yes. forgetting because I come into them. Oh, damn, that's violent. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. This is not a PG-13 which action is film. Like, it's a benefit. Exactly. Because, like, oh, shit, I forgot it was going to be that bad. Oh, look at that. So, And that's what I was anticipating. I'm like, all right, if we get this equivalent sequence done as impressively, but to get there, we need Robert to be even angrier than he, he was in that one when Chloe Grace Moretz is being set upon by them. We need yes. bad shit to happen. And the film wimps the fuck out completely and utterly. Yeah, because the thing about one one aspect of it is uh, I suppose it's a spoiler. No, um, let's just say this: the the big bad of the piece yep. is not there for the whole movie. He sort of comes in kind of halfway through, or he's there the whole time, but you only sort of like there's this kind of. I have to be careful for spoilers. Here. Yeah, we do. it's not. It's and you'd think that, and and as a result, he's a very sort of caricatured bad guy. Yeah, he, he is. And then there's this whole other subplot with Dakota Fanning's character. Which, God, in was... the most loosest, lamest fucking way possible, eventually ties back into the trilogy. All right. That that you're talking about is the absolute worst part of this oh. film. Uh, it is inexplicable that... I, it's not a spoiler to say this. She turns up as a CIA operative, yep. right? It's in the trailer. Well, someone say more than that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like none of it makes sense and no. none of it rings true. No. And also, like, Dakota Fanning, who used to be this amazing, talented child actor... Because I've seen her, all the shit that I've seen her, I'm like, that kid is fucking gold. It's I Am Sam, stuff like that. She's amazing as mm-hmm. an actress. I don't know. Something's not translating now that she's The script up. is shit. <laughs> the script is shit, And maybe. she's not Denzel Washington. Yeah. Denzel elevates Robert McCall's character from being a one-note Big time. guy. Big time. He's, I mean, they write him in as being quite OCD with the way he's going to put everything together and the like, but they don't pay much attention. I mean, they pay a lot of attention to it, but it doesn't mean anything overly. No, so. no. But the way that Denzel plays it is... His sort of mannerisms and his ticks and his little bits and pieces. He's a little charming, charm, yeah. charm, yeah. He's very charming. And, you know, he's almost 70 years old now himself. I think he's in his late Is he really? Denzel. I'm going to look at that right now. If only I could move like that at that age. Or how he appears to move. Well, it, it, this is a thing. Like, let's compare it to the equivalent actor going around these days, Liam Neeson. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's born 54. So this was shot when he was 67. Shit. Maybe 68, even. Amazing. Amazing. So he moves much better than Liam Neeson does. Oh, yeah. Much, much better. There's, there is less, but there's still a lot of cutting going on. And we're all ra- subject to the ravages of time. I'm not pretending like I'm any different. And I, if I can hopefully do what he can do at 67, I'll be very pleased. Absolutely. But if I get there, that would be lovely. Mm. But it's not. doesn't ring true. No, no. I None don't, of this rings true. This is the thing about the, 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 the shots, right? The action set pieces, right? I think it's perhaps a result of his, his advanced stage or whatever, right? The staging and the imagination of the action scenes are not as quite Im- as imaginative as, no. as, say, even the first one. Although that was ridiculous, so I don't know. But like, it's I would agree. Yeah, it's it's you can tell that it's sort of the choreography sort of comes off slightly limp at yeah. times. The, Anton Fuqua is not a good enough director to sell Denzel Washington, Robert McCall. I guess he's meant to be in his sort of mid fifties here. Yeah, and you know, obviously. He looks younger than that. He does. I'm he not, does, not having does. a shot. Makeup, whatever else will help with that. But of course, he's just naturally imbued. Denzel. Well, the 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 waitress with the nice smile. Yes. 
is seemingly into him. Well, that was even weird too. Like they never commit down that path. No, is she just being nice as well? Look, you, you, you're one of us now. That type of shit. Yeah, it was more that. Whereas like, you should probably fuck her, Denzel. Like as, <laughs> as, as, as a story blot beat, I'd probably ha- be happier if someone was actually into you. But I'd have liked him to, it would have been 60, 68 now. He's born very late, 54. So 20, okay. December 28th. I would have liked that character, that one you just sp- spoken about, the first thing she does is not give him what he orders because that's lame as fuck, basically. Yes. And they never follow up on that yeah, ever again. Yeah, then yeah. she just gives him what he wants afterwards. I'm like, that's weird. That was just an intro to sort of but like... It, but it didn't ring true. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's the script. It's the script. The, the script's problem. really the weak. The script's shitty, yeah. Because, yeah, meanwhile, anytime Denzel's not on screen, this film fucking suffers in a big way. Yeah. So, while Dakota Fanning's doing a thing in the most ridiculously tacked on side plot what that I don't even understand completely excised exactly that that didn't need it unnecessary other than to explain what he was doing in the first scene but we could have done that any number of different ways that could have been like a cut scene to a phone call at the CIA branch or something yeah absolutely done and then yeah knock out that 15-20 minutes that she's in and this film would be stronger for it it also wouldn't feel so long exactly agreed so that's so in the end I didn't like this movie I think it's one of the year's worst unfortunately and that's despite Denzel's presence here elevating things. Without Denzel, if you put Liam Neeson in this movie, this would absolutely be the worst film oh, this would be, released yeah. to cinemas in 2024. You're right. Three. Denzel <laughs> adds so much to it. You're right. He does. Even though it's shit and stuff, we don't like it. But like, it would have been completely unbearable without Denzel. So, yeah, there you go. You want, if That said, everything we've just said here is not going to change your mind if you're an Equalizer fan. And nor should it. If you like this trilogy, this, these films, and you love the first two, go and see this one. You'll love this Please one Please go too. see it because yeah. like, you know, we need m- movies to be promoted. We're not, we're not here to yuck your yum. We're just saying from our perspective, this trilogy is not particularly good. I think it went downhill. The first one is the best one. The second one with Pedro Pascal helping being the, the very, very predictable villain in that movie. I seem to have liked the second one better. I'm not sure. I was yeah, just I, well... <laughs> I was so pissed off by the way this film ended and how lame it was. That really, and we're gonna wait for spoilers. Why I dislike the film so right, much. Let's, so let's, let's get, get into it. What have I done to deserve this bullshit? <laughs> there we go. That's uh, the spoiler warning for this week. From here on out, we are going to spoil the shit out of the second half of well, the whole film of The Equalizer Three. So please step on out if you have got this far in the review. If you've not seen it and are interested in doing so, right now let's start with this Dakota fan crap. Now. My biggest issue, and I saw this in the movie, and I thought, I thought it in the movie. Literally, the first time you see her, Bobby McCall is making a call to the CIA to report the, the massacre at the vineyard or whatever he was at in the beginning of the film. All right? Yeah, yeah. Taking the call, as in call center operator, is Dakota Fanning. And then he's sort of like, okay, whatever. They have this little back yeah, and how forth. How does he get to her directly? Forget, forget. Because it I'll turns out that he, he meant to. No, no, no. Did it? Yes, because she is the daughter of Melissa Leo and Bill Pullman's character from the first two films. But it would be a one three hundred number if it was. But how did he happen to get through to her? Because it's bullshit. Yep. Um, okay. Well, okay. But here's the thing, though. She's clearly at a desk job in a call center, even though it was the the daughter of whatever. So, the next scene, she inexplicably is a field op, and I'm like, uh, no, no, that's not how it works, people. You don't answer phones one day and then you're in the field the next day. I don't care who doesn't, you are. Doesn't seem right. I would agree. Right? And so I'm like, well, that's bullshit straight away. Then you've got Dakota Fanning, basically. Desperately trying to, to, to channel Jessica Chastain in Zero Dark Thirty. <laughs> like, that's what I think she's trying to do, and it's just falling Jesus, flat. I almost choked then. Because <laughs> it's like, I can see you need to be the badass, but hot ish, but not, you know, the operative CAA chick, but she's just, none of that gravitas is there, and I don't buy I it. I don't think they're playing hot here at all. They don't give a shit about that. No, but I don't buy what she's doing. No. I don't she's, buy what it. is she in real life? I don't know, 25, 26 years old. Yeah, she's 12. And suddenly she is now on the forefront. 
and she comes up with a good idea based on McCall's information that he's drip feeding to her. There's that, but also like they have these shot these scenes where the bad guys are saying this this CIA curse, you know, she's smart. She knows. She's I'm like, she doesn't know shit, bro. <laughs> Yesterday she was fucking picking up phone yeah. calls, though. You guys know dick. It's actually Robert McCall is doing all yeah, the work. Exactly. Here. Like, but why would if I was a mafioso boss and it's like there's a 25 year old fucking little ass blonde girl who's calling the shots for the CIA? That sounds weird, but okay. I'm I'm not immediately scared of her. Okay, no. I'm not like that's not the case. So no. I'm like okay. She's sniffing around. Okay. Good killer. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have no problems chopping off the poli- the fucking chief of police hands. Exactly. So who gives a fuck about some this stranger in a strange land? Fucking just make it disappear. I mean, I know she's CIA and all, but again, this is our city. I don't know. I don't know. It would be really weird. That was weird, by the way. They're cutting off the fucking the the, the head of police's well, hand. It's it, it does it speaks show to the many problems in this script. That okay, so the head of the Kamora group, whatever they are, they're not family. Yep. I don't think that's the right word. Yeah, whatever they are. It's his little brother that in the best scene in the whole film. Yes, which is in the restaurant. Yep. He's terrorizing the police officer. There's McCall watching all this and he basically draws attention to himself mm-hmm. and these four thugs sort of turn around and, yep. and walk over to him. And he locks him and up. And the little brother of this of this of the Kamora family kind of leader basically threatens to kill him slash do something worse and whatever else. And he grabs him, fucks him up, basically holds him by whatever nerve, yeah, makes all the other ones walk out. So of course he knows they're gonna be waiting for him outside. Yep. And he walks straight out into it. And it's brilliant. That's, That's the cool. best. And when he he wades through all the other dudes, smashes one with a car, smashes the bottle, kills mm-hmm. someone with breaking a bottle, which was a good moment. Like normally in a film, someone gets a bottle broken over their head. They're like, yeah, whatever. No worries. Get up and keep punching. And this mm-hmm. one, he just drops dead. Yeah. That was kind of cool. That'll crack his head, yeah. And then he gets the guy and he stabs him when the guy brings the knife out. This young mm-hmm. young blood brings the knife out and tries to kill him. He deflects it really, really easily, grabs the knife and sticks it straight up through his, the up bottom his of his chin. mouth. Yep. Yeah. Uh, under his chin, through up into his brain. Yeah, he, he dead, and he's looking him in the eye because he's right. so fucking angry. That's right. like, Fuck and that's you. that moment of that's Denzel. That's right. You know, I don't know whether Anton Fuqua told him to do it or not, but like the the yeah. absolute moment, of fucking, I'm full of rage, and you did this to these people that I am, I love. And more importantly, Fuck it's just you. fucking cold his eyes. The yeah. motherfucker's dying. He's looking in his eyes. Like, he's like, yes. Yeah, All right, now we're set up. That was the moment. Where, okay, I'm on board till this point in the movie. I'm totally. okay. It was a bit slow, and okay, maybe not the Dakota Fanning shit, but I can forgive that. Yeah. If the Denzel, the Robert McCall stuff, is if awesome. it just was that for the rest of the movie, but then we get nothing, Wayne. From that moment on. Yep. The fucking Kimura head brings a fucking fleet of trucks in and the townsfolk stand up for him in a very TV movie of the week that's moment. What, that's what I'm no talking about. No one dies. Not one fucking person. Okay, one dude's shop gets burnt out mm. and he has a new shop by the end of the film because yeah. insurance paid out. And the cop gets beaten up pretty badly, but he's okay by the end of the film. But that's it. They, this film didn't have the balls to show what the Italian mob are prepared to do for someone or some place that's gone against them. Well, in some ways, like them cutting off the dude's hand and yeah, but like, that was that him. was they literally they're trying to show you how how horrendously hor- horrible these people are by yeah. showing it, but they do fucking nothing to the town. Well, he sort of terrorized his daughter, and then you know he blew the guy's eardrum out and stuff like that. I know it's not the same as it's killing. Lame. I guess. But it's like, like the, the never felt like there were stakes. And as a result, there was not one moment, because it's the last film of the trilogy. Maybe Robert's going to die here. The, by that point in time, I'm like, no, he's not going to die. No way. These people are fucking lame. They're not even worth... They're no Pedro Pascal. I can't remember who the bad guy was in the first one, but they're nowhere near as, as threatening as, as those characters no, were. No, and But that's the thing, though. Like this Again, because you've only started seeing... The, the impetus supposedly for the bad guy to be even even better is that his brother was killed by this guy. So now I've got a thing about this guy and I want to kill him and that's fine. And then it becomes like just him kind of just like 
terrorizing to get to Robert McCall, and then Robert McCall turns up, and then they'll just and then, leave yeah, everyone and go and to him. And this is the, the thing that really blows my mind. The equivalent of that great scene in the hardware store in the first film is McCall turning up to the base of where these people are, their, their, their home, his home, yeah. and wading through the guards and this spectre in the night kind of yes. jumping in and out of frame, dead, yep. dead. Yep. You know, and then he terrorizes this guy, makes him ingest a whole bunch of his own drugs mm. and um, watches him basically overdose and die. Yeah. whoop de fucking do There's know. no climax there's no big thrill there's no moment of oh, wow it just petered it out pe- completely petered out and there literally is only three action scenes in this entire movie mm-hmm. it's not an action thriller that's why it's I say, barely a thriller that's why i say it's like it just it, it, i don't know if they didn't plan for three or they only had three or they couldn't do something i don't know what happened but if it's the equalizer finale at least let us see him fucking people up for a good part of the third act Absolutely, right? it needed to be. Here's how the film should have gone. Yeah. When they came back into town before they call out Robert, they just murder a couple of these characters we've barely gotten to know, but still that represent the heart of this film. Yeah. Murder that shit, and now Robert's angry. Yes. And but now he's going to take. And he doesn't just wade through six people. Ways. He wades through thirty of them. Yep. And he took and the whole them. sequence should have been way more inventive, way more exciting, way more th- like. At the end of this, he's going to run to this guy. This guy is a badass. Yeah. Instead, he gets him in bed. There was, there was no exactly. There was no. Um, there was no fight, mano a mano fight. Yeah, there was, was just no threat whatsoever. It, that's why this film sucked for me. Mm. And there was usually there's like one badass henchman. Yeah, it's like how's he going to take him like out? That. Yeah, if nah. the, if the main villain is is a is a weed, then he's got a big sidearm right. dude who. Like, this who, is the actual. Like, yeah, yeah, this is who you have to get through to get the to me. The jaws of James Bond. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I don't know. Lame. Uh, it was so lame. And meanwhile, Dakota Fanning, at one point, he rings her and <laughs> saves her life by telling her not to get in the car because, hey, it's the Italian mafia. And the car blows up. You saved my life. I'm, How did you know where the fuck she was? No, no, he didn't do it on purpose. That was a jag. That he just jag. happened to call her and he just happened to stop for a second and answer the call. He did, he okay. did not know that. Right. If he knew there was a bomb, he would have said there's a fucking bomb in that car. Yeah, I, I missed it so. too. Oh, well, but it still, it was like. You're, no, re- you're ringing her exactly the right moment and giving the right information exactly the right time. So suddenly she seems like she's a fucking superstar in the CIA and she's rising through the ranks. And he says, your mom, and your mom would be proud. I'm like, would she? You just fucking told her what to do the whole <laughs> way along. Stop cheating. On my, help my daughter cheat her way through the fucking echelons of the CIA, Robert. <laughs> yeah, Make again. her earn it. Exactly. And she's 25, so there's no way no one will listen to her anyway. So, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, I was really disappointed by this movie. And the final shot there, celebrating... They're celebrating some fucking football team winning. What football team? We haven't seen that shit before. They're just jumping up and down and firing blue smoke everywhere. What? Huh? Uh, it makes sense that a European would shit their pants over football. But who knows? I, I don't know. I don't he's know he's accepted he's one of them. He's staying there now. He's pretty happy. Good. Great. I'm, he didn't need to die. I'm not saying he should have died. Just, I would have liked him to get a bit more fucked up. Well, it would be cool if he- like, Earn this retirement. Well, he fucked, if he fucked everyone. Because the bad guy did die in front of the townsfolk and it was obvious that he did it. And they're like, okay, hero. No, you know? it was he was in his own city. He wasn't near, near the townsfolk. Oh. And meanwhile, the, the townsfolk the have been- No, no. No, no. Oh. That was a different- Oh, it was parades maybe that were going on all of Italy or Sicily or whatever. But he was back in his mansion. He didn't live in that town. He lived in whatever central- Was it Rome? I don't know where the fuck oh, it was. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So Robert stalked him there. Meanwhile, in the town, they're going about their ridiculous religious fucking mm-hmm. uh, ceremony. You've just all been threatened by the Italian mob. What are you all walking around the fucking streets for? Doing like this shit. Yeah. Or maybe that's an actual defiant. Who knows? Who knows? But again, it wasn't well set up. At that stage, none of it made sense. Exactly. So Yeah, this film sucks. <laughs> okay. Denzel's good. So you've obviously heard me bang on way more than Wayne Wayne. What do you want to say? No, that's it. I've basically agree with all of that stuff. It's It's... 
Like I said, it's hot garbage. So <laughs> you, you open it in, <laughs> we can open it in a, and that's our review today. <laughs> what do you score on it then, Wayne? Out of 100, any final thoughts that you may not have had a chance to say? Yep. Uh, let's see here. Look, I will say this. Denzel does for my, despite the action scenes being like last week, he seems like he's having a good time. He does seem of course like he's, he's on a fucking holiday in Italy. Exactly. So it's like, okay, I'll give you that. So for that, you can get a... 48 out of 100. Jeez, generous. <laughs> generous in the extreme. Uh, even with the beautiful shots of the town and the sweeping kind of vistas and whatever. Yeah, it looks really nice. I'm giving this 33. 33. Yeah. There you are. One All of right. the worst. Not quite the worst. It's not as bad as Meg 2, but otherwise, <laughs> one of the worst films of the year thus far. And what I'm really worried about with the actors and writer strike is there's not a lot of uh, things to look forward to on the horizon for the last part of the year. What do we got? Yeah, I know, right? The uh, new Gareth Edwards film coming out looks pretty interesting. Okay. Sort of dystopian future robot that's going to kill all of humankind type stuff. Is this, this strike still going? Yeah, still going. Mm. Still going. Uh, very worrying indeed for for the industry, for the livelihoods of the people that are involved, and then way down the total list of <laughs> things that matter, podcasts like us. <laughs> <laughs> that's I it from us today. Thank you so much for joining us for our review of The Equalizer 3. Did you agree? Did you not? Let us know via email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com on X, not gonna give it to you. It's not gonna give it to you. Fuck X in a big fucking way. I tell you what, not I working? send to I send sorry posts, not tweets out there, and I press it and send it. And in the past, it would just go. Now, now, three days later, it will come up with a little blue line across the bottom of my app, going, "What is it doing?" And then suddenly, it will go. The last fifteen tweets I've sent haven't gone. That's all saved to draft. And like, so I just think like I'm leaving everyone hanging in the middle of a conversation. Why? Why does it do that? It's it's just fucking get stuck. It will not. If you send a GIF. Anytime I try and send a GIF, it just does not send it. Oh, my God. And that's the way I communicated GIFs. So, fuck X. How did you fuck it up like that? Oh, they're clearly putting no support in that kind of thing. And then it doesn't tell you immediately. But that's, but that's it doesn't user. say failed to send. It tells you three days later. It's an app. So, I put a post up without a GIF, which finally got through. And I've had a fair amount of engagement. People saying the same thing. Like, this is fucked. This whole thing's fucked. Some people are getting GIFs through those. So, clearly, it's not as bad in other parts of the world. Bloody hell. Anyway, that's my rant. Fuck off X. Don't worry about that one. Uh, via email, I said that one. Uh, the Facebook list can be links in the show notes. Follow us on Podbean where we like or, and like and the episodes there where we host the show. I think that's about it. Oh, yeah. The, the website, Wayne, the Countdown Podcast. For all your links to Patreon, to merchandise and the like. Thank you so much for joining us again today. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. When the Italian mob is so easy to defeat. We'll catch you next time. See ya. See ya.